Welcome, welcome everyone to an all new episode of GVN Under 10, a new podcast concept that me, T, and AJ uh, came up with where we will be breaking down numerous topics in under 10 minutes. So today's episode, we will be breaking down best moments of The Mandalorian. Um, So without further ado, let's get right into it. AJ, what was your favorite moment of The Mandalorian? Right, so my favorite moment for The Mandalorian was the first action sequence um, with IG-11 and Dai um, Jaren. Um, the reason why I chose this one is because the chemistry between the two um, were I thought was incredible. Um, when IG-11 talked about um, him self-destructing and Dai Jaren didn't want him to self-destruct every single time, I just thought it was hilarious. The Score was beautiful. It was well done. The action choreography was well done. So I'm choosing IG-11 and The Mandalorian's first action sequence. Sounds good. That's definitely a really good one. Tia, what are you going with for your best moment of The Mandalorian? So I guess that this wouldn't constitute as everyone's like best moment, but I certainly really loved it. And I don't know the name, so please don't kill me. But it's the episode where Mando has to team up with all those other mercenaries who clearly are gunning for him. And so the whole episode is obviously him getting out, you know, there's all that stuff that's going on but the best moment is when he releases the one guy to go back to the base and he leaves and you think that um they're gonna send out their fleet to go attack mando but then you find out that he planted a tracker in that one guy so pretty much like the officials are coming to attack them and i love that moment just because it shows how mando is just so much more ahead than most people even if you think that you have the upper hand against him he usually comes out with something that um puts him on top and that scene in particular just kind of proves that he is definitely not one to underestimate Yeah, me and AJ being very big, big, big Star Wars fans understand. And I don't think a lot of people understand how important bounty hunters are to the Star Wars story. Like, it's not just guys with lightsabers. Um, But that episode specifically, Tia, is the main reason why I still to this day think Taika Waititi should direct a Cad Bane movie. Because capturing the idea of how cutthroat all bounty hunters are. Uh, whether you have a code, whether you don't have a code, um, how cutthroat they are. That episode, legit, if you're curious on how cutthroat bounty hunters are in the Star Wars universe, that episode cleared up everything for you. Um, and it was so well shot. So many times where you think Mando got, you know, got caught. Nope, he didn't. Then you thought, oh man, is he dead? Nope, he isn't. And the biggest shock of that episode, Tia, that does not get talked about enough is the fact that Mando, when he very well could have, and it looked like he did, did not. He didn't kill him. He didn't kill not one of the members. And I thought, I thought that was more important than anything that episode had to showcase because he could have, and it looked like he did when the door dropped on the guy. It's like, how do you not die? Those doors are very (laughs) dangerous in the Star Wars universe. Um, But that was very well shot, and I can't give Favreau and those guys enough credit for how well written and how well shot 
that episode was. So great pick to you. Um, if no one else is talking about it, then, you know, shame on them. That was very well shot. Um, for mine, I'm going in credit scene. The moment that I remember telling Nick mm-hmm. when we heard about the Mandalorian being made, I remember telling Nick on that very episode, Tia, you might have been with us on that episode. I want the Darksaber. And I remember Joel, in typical Joel fashion, you got to wait. Just wait. I'm sure at some point down the line they'll do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no need to wait. <laughs> do it immediately. <laughs> like, do it as soon as you possibly can. And me not thinking that, you know, that that need would be filled. Um, John Favreau, in great fashion, gives it to us in the very last uh, scene of the very last episode of the season uh, where we see the introduction of the Darksaber. Now, Gene, um, who plays that character, who is wielding the Darksaber at the end of the uh the um, end credit scene did say we will be seeing a lot of the dark saber come next season. Um, so I cannot wait for that. I'm a huge fan of what star Wars, the clone wars did to the mythos of the Mandalorians. Um, it, it did a great job. I loved pre Vizsla. Um, I would love to hear pre Vizsla, um, you know, exist in this, this Mandalorian world. Um, we obviously know he's dead, but did the saber get passed down from the events that we saw from Star Wars: The Clone Wars? Um, God, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito played that role so perfectly that I would have been really upset if we w- didn't get the chance to see him again. No, I completely agree with you. He is one of the more talented actors that just does not get talked about enough. Um, he's like a Jeffrey Wright to me. It's very, mm-hmm. there's very few things he can't do. Um, and he does all things so well, but he just doesn't really get talked about enough. Um, that's why you hope this is a is a larger stage to kind of get the conversation going on on him. Just like you hope the Batman is a bigger stage for Jeffrey Wright um, to just get mentioned um, more. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love that moment. It spoke volumes to me. I will say, AJ, I was disappointed because I remember when I first saw his his gear, I was really hoping he'd be an Inquisitor. Um, but then I remembered Inquisitors didn't really exist past that point. Not really. Um, so I'm like, nah, he couldn't have been an Inquisitor. Um, but I am really curious to see his mythos, the story behind his character, how he came to get uh, the Darksaber. And, you know, I'm just waiting for the day where Mando has it and adds it to his collection of weapons. Like, that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, we kind of ran through this really quickly. I think we've only done like six minutes of talking. So I'll give you guys one more go around um, before we wrap up this episode. AJ, one more go around. What was another moment that stood out to you from The Mandalorian? Well, that, that one was going to be my pick. Um, the moment with the Darksaber, I thought it was badass. Uh, I honestly don't think they um, will let Mando keep it, but that's going to be that's another story. My next pick will be um Dijeron um Dijeron comes back for Baby Yoda. I thought the scene where he scouts out the hideout with all the what was it clone troopers and I just felt like him it shows it that's um scene itself shows that he is willing to protect someone other than himself. And I thought that really just developed his character really well. 
Um, the action, once again, the score of that scene was the score for the whole series was brilliant for my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it just tro- it just showed his true intellect. Um, just like what um Tia said with the mercenary in the um episode with the mercenaries. And I just felt like this just showed even more of his skills as a Mandalorian. And I just love this scene as a whole, not just from a action standpoint, but as, um, as a character development standpoint. Yeah. What I love most about that was the one shot of um, the, the action, uh, the action sequence of that whole scene what was most important to me about that was this show always felt, uh, and we, you know, we heard mentions that it was it was a big draw from, but this always felt like a western to me, and nothing about this show felt more like a western than that whole one shot of a sequence um, that they had uh, with him going in to rescue um, Baby Yoda. I felt that was the biggest western moment. That in the Game, first episode. The last um, scene yes. of the first episode. No, I wouldn't say the last scene. I'd say the opening scene was more of a western, where the the cowboy comes into the the uh, the saloon or whatever uh, yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, you know, wants his beer, but a guy's drunk and you know is causing trouble, and he you know whoops his ass and then grabs his guy or whatever. Like that felt like a true western. The beginning of the, the first timing. Episode. It's the it's the timing of the whole episode for me is what just made it feel more of a Western than anything else. Yeah. Where you see IG-11 just walking down the um, deserted place, and I was, and then everybody just starts to come out, and then you just see up and, and then he just shoots. I was like, yes, that that is it right there. And I just immediately fell in love with the show. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Tia, what are you going with for your, uh, your, your, uh, your second up? Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Lady Mando, which forgive me that I I should have done more research here, but the Lady Mando at the end of the season fighting against uh, uh, all yeah. those other... Yes. Um, that was fantastic to me because I, in general, love the interactions between... Uh, no, not Cardoon. I'm sorry. La- uh, Lady Mando, the one with like the little spikes on her helmet and everything, the one who always like did the armor and stuff. Oh, the armor. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always love the interactions between her and Mando. Um, and then when we got to see her fight, it was so well choreographed. It was really just an awesome display of the Mandalorians in general and just kind of explored her mythos a little bit further. And the one scene where she literally threw that guy into like the melting pot, I just still was like, I had to go back and look at that because I was watching it and I was like, did she just throw that guy in there? And he was like, and then I had to go back. And I was like, wow, she just threw that guy in there. And it was so awesome because of her just previous before that, when Mando said like, Hey, come with us. And she was like, no, my, my place is here. And you think that's going to be the end of it. That's all you're going to see of her. It's like, Nope. She gave one kick-ass little performance. And that was just really cool to me. Yeah, I I add that to badass woman fight scenes. That's pretty high <laughs> up there. Um, nothing will ever beat um, 
Kill Bill or Hit Girl, those are very high for me, like extremely high. But this is up there. This is in my top five. Um, I think the main thing that I loved about um, not only her character being like a mother figure to Mando, seemingly kind of being like his compass, um, but what I loved most about it was um, she kind of seemed like one of those people that was like, you know, those, those, you know, those, those people that you always see that's like really quiet, but like everyone knows, like you don't mess with them. She very much seemed like that. Like everyone respected her and they knew like, yo, if she says, if she says, chill out, let's chill out. Um, I love that. But one thing I can definitely say um, about Jon Favreau is that this is the best action I've ever seen in anything live action Star Wars ever. There's nothing I've ever seen better than this. As much as I want to put that Dark Vader Rogue One scene up there, um, every ep- I, this whole season capitalized action for Star Wars, live action-wise, like we've never seen before. Maybe Anakin versus Obi in Revenge of the Sith, because um, I thought that was beautifully choreographed. But this, this just took everything to a, a whole nother level. Um, so huge shouts out to AJ who uh, came up with this topic for this episode. And I want to thank you, AJ, and you, Tia, for joining me for an all-new episode of GVN Under 10. Hopefully we did this under 10 minutes or right about 10 minutes. But either way, <laughs> we did a great job on this episode. And we hope everyone who listens either goes out and checks out The Mandalorian if you have not seen it or goes back and rewatches it to kind of see some of the moments that we pointed out to see if you agree with any of them. But till next time, peace.